Casino. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. What if AI could help your business deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your business can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your business. Learn more at ibm.com slash consulting. IBM. Let's create When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money, but are your bills even accurate? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The high-altitude surveillance airship was launched from mainland China on January 21st. It crossed into Alaska on January 28th. U.S. defense officials say it spent minutes, not hours, over U.S. territorial waters near the Aleutian Islands off Alaska and then crossed into Canada. On Tuesday, January 31st, the balloon entered the continental U.S. above Idaho. The next day, President Biden gave the order to shoot it down when safe to do so after being briefed by his national security team. General Van Herc said the balloon was 200 feet tall, carrying one to 2,000 pounds of equipment and possible explosives designed to self-detonate the balloon. A ton of equipment, a little more of the nuts and bolts from Martha Radich on ABC News here. Officials insist the U.S. will gather valuable information from the debris already revealing new details. The balloon had propellers, they say, and a rudder balloon had the ability to to maneuver itself to speed up to slow down uh and to turn propellers in a rudder john Um, uh, kirby is a smart guy but i don't think the balloon was maneuvering itself uh so this story broke on friday we had mike lines on and asked him should they shoot it down he said should have shot it down immediately i'm wondering if he still feels the same way Military analyst Mike Lyons joins us. Mike served with various military organizations, both the U.S. and Europe, throughout his career, including NATO. Uh, Mike, welcome. Your thoughts? Hey, guys. Great to be back. Uh, I I cannot believe the story got worse, but it did get worse. You have the head of NORAD, which is responsible for, in in a post-9-11 world, for example, the head of NORAD is responsible for anything in the airspace that comes in and violates our you know, territorial boundaries, so to speak, and to have him basically say, well, it's a radar glitch or whatever he called it, the domain awareness gap that right. didn't allow us to see a balloon at 65,000 feet. Now, 65,000 feet is the, where the ICBMs will come in from, from China or Russia or some other place that our Patriot missiles need to be shooting out of the sky. And he's telling us 
that they didn't see something at 65,000 feet. So the story gets worse. It gets political. Unfortunately, the military has been dragged into this political and uh, a morass, and it's just very disappointing. Well, yeah. Uh, I, well, so first of all, do you continue to believe we should have shot down, shot it down much earlier at the, or not? Uh, now that we yes. have more information. Yeah, shut, shut it down and not said a word about it. And, you know, maybe reached out back channel diplomatically. And once we saw it was coming anywhere near our coastline, it just, it's just got, it's got to go. It can't be here. And the fact that they were able to drag this balloon across the country, and, you know, over our ICBM sites and over NORAD itself. And, and for the military to claim that it collected important data, okay, we'll call you on that one. Let's t- tell us exactly what, what exactly you got out of it. Or, or you, you hear the military say, oh, we blocked it from sending signals back. Mm, okay, let's, let's see if anybody comes up with, with that story. But to wait, you know, there's a lot of open space over Montana and Wyoming and, and Nebraska. There. They could have dropped it as well and got it over space because now it's in the water. Who's to say we're ever going to recover the three buses or whatever they claim that was on there, whatever the m- machinery was. Um, so that's gone. So, and and it, w- what are we sending back to Quantico? Shreds of a balloon? I mean, it's, it's an unserious response to what is a great you know, global competition trial balloon. That's really what this is. It's a great global competition trial balloon. The, the Chinese sent one our way, and we completely screwed it up. You know, the one thing I've learned in many bitter years of doing this job, Mike, is that intelligent people don't offer terrible arguments if they have good ones, and they don't lie if they could have told the truth. And so uh, a couple of things. Number one, I think it's notable that the governor of Montana is out. Anybody who'll uh, talk to him, and he's telling them, we have vast rural areas you could have shot the thing down in. I'm not worried about the people in Montana. Neither are the people in Montana. It's a big state. One of their senators also. So one of their U.S. senators and the governor said, yeah, we wouldn't have minded if you shot it down in our state. Yeah. Uh, but the one, go ahead. No, and then Bud tells the military to shoot it down, and they tell him, okay, we'll shoot it down when we get a chance to shoot it down. It's like, I thought you were the commander-in-chief. I mean, shoot it down means shoot it down, like now. Like, it's out of the sky. Goodbye, good luck, right? What, where, where is the civilian control of the military? It, it, that, that took a hit on this trip. Mm. Well, and, and the thing I'd love to hear you comment on is the back and forth where the, uh, the story became, well, this happened three times under Trump. And right. all of the Trump people, some of whom can't stand each other and or Trump, said, whoa, 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 we, need, we never heard a word of this. Then the yeah. disclosure that, well, we didn't know it at the time. It's meta-analysis. What, do, what should we all make of that? No, it's sad political gamesmanship that is played to try to even talk about Donald Trump at this point. And, and, you know, if Donald Trump, if that had happened during the Trump administration, he would have been impeached for that, for allowing a Chinese, you know, balloon to come across our country the way it, it happened like this. And they're claiming now that just didn't happen. Again, in, the, in, our, in our electric world of social media, some insider in the administration leaks that out there. It takes off. It has legs. And next thing you know, it's around the world. And that becomes the facts. But we're catching up to saying that's really what wasn't the case that they didn't really discover them and and um it, it's just again it's an unfortunate game of politics that we're playing with our national security it's it's, a, it's an unserious response top to bottom from this administration embarrassing well you know a lot about the capability of the u.s military and what we get for our 800 billion dollars a year but man we all assume we're better than this it's just it's just a little right. frightening to me to think wow what what other holes what other what is that phrase they use the uh, domain whatever it was um what other holes do we have that we're not aware of 
Well, like we said last time, this was a staff duty officer got the radar response, saw it, passed it up the chain of command, and somebody, there was a linchpin somewhere that got pulled out and said, ah, you know, it's not that big a deal. We'll get it to the administration. Maybe no one will see it. We'll kind of monitor it. We'll see what's, what's, let's watch it and see what happens. And then the whole story breaks up when people in Montana see it in the sky, and then they have to respond to it. Now they're delayed. Now the cover-up is now worse than the crime. So that, that's what happened. We, we have protocol in place to do this, especially, again, in a post-9-11 world. In a post-9-11 world, our skies have got to be completely um, completely clear, and we have to know exactly what's going on there, and that, that was the biggest failure, I think, in this. Yeah, I'll bet ISIS or, uh, or uh, Al-Qaeda is thinking, wow, we could have flown a balloon? Oh, who knew? Yeah. Well, yeah, and I find yeah. myself wondering if there are uh, Chinese submarines patrolling Lake Michigan, and that's a domain awareness gap as well. Whatever right. that phrase well, was. It, hopefully, this will wake people up. This is, you know, China. You know, you know, the uh, visual out, the visual of the balloon is now the reality of the Chinese government. Everybody could see it. Like there, they are. They're spying on us. Like if you know, I, I think there's a disconnect. There's our military knows China's the enemy. Our politicians talk about it all the time. But I just don't feel Americans feel that China is the enemy for some reason. And, and maybe this will be a wake-up call that we'll get. We'll get it. Uh, I'm not sure. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Maybe the Chinese have done us a big favor. Maybe they've kind of done a pre, God forbid, no Pearl Harbor without the, the damage. But maybe we'll wake up now and realize that uh, the China is really a, this enemy that we realize they are. Well, the polls have been moving in that direction, definitely. And I think you're right. This will be another big nudge in that direction. A uh, final question, Mike, and this just kind of is not uh, military analysis per se, but given the limitations and, and uh, d- downside of gigantic balloons as surveillance, uh, you know, mechanisms, it, it turns out that they've got several of these things floating around, including one perhaps over South America right now. Mm-hmm. Why, why are they using them, do you suppose? What are they thinking? So they've been doing it for the last 25 years, um, and they do it to encroach on other nations' sovereignty, and they do it for a reason, and they try to tell that nation that you might own the ground there, but we own the skies above it. The, the Chinese have a space station. They're trying to go to the moon. They have all this capability to spy on it, but that's not good enough for them. So this is, this is how they roll, and this is, you know, the, they finally decide to do it over our country like the way they've done it here, knowing, seeing what our response would be, and it took us a while to finally get around to shooting it out of the sky. I guarantee the next one gets anywhere close. It's going to get blown up before it gets near it. But this is this is something that this is how they roll, and it's it's based on how they want to intimidate other countries. And I think that again, that's the wake up call message that we have here. This is not a country. This is our clear, you know, great nation competitor right now that's going to look to take us down, and, and if we're not careful. I think you nailed it, Mike Lyons, military analyst. Mike, thanks a million for the time. Good stuff. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, that was yep. really good, and that's the reason I wanted to have him on, because I saw him on CNN talk about this might end up being a good thing, that it alerts everybody to, hey, China's in this game for real, and uh, and we're not necessarily prepared. Boy, that hole, I ordered them, well, wait a minute, do we have that the clip of the president? We had it yesterday. Uh, Is it clip 23 you want? Yeah, I yeah go ahead with 23. Has it always been your view to shoot down a Chinese spy balloon, or was it only because it became public? Oh, no, it was always my position. The defense department wanted to shoot it down as soon as it was appropriate. Does this change your speech tomorrow night, sir, and your foreign policy message? Yeah, the first time he was asked about it, he said, I ordered the Pentagon to shoot it down last Tuesday. He has since said, when appropriate, because I think what Mike Lyons just said, it looks kind of, are you the commander-in-chief or not? 
It's like if I yeah, tell, I ordered them to shut it, to shoot it down, and they told me it wouldn't be safe. There's a difference between me telling my son to take out the trash or take out the trash whenever you feel like it. <laughs> I mean, those are there's different directions, and uh, you know, the first one, if he if he doesn't, is a problem. Um, so I think he changed his wording on that. I don't know. The whole thing is weird. There's so many weird parts of it and i didn't want to drag mike lines into the political stuff necessarily but that part of it is really a mystery who's the unnamed pentagon spokesman who was quoted all weekend long look this happened under trump and he didn't do anything about it either turns out to be complete bull ass they didn't yeah. know it at the time they know in retrospect so no they're, they're, you can't put any of this on trump or anybody in the trump administration why did the pentagon play that game why did they try to do the deflect to trump thing that i find that very disturbing well that's probably a political appointee in the pentagon one of the hundred thousand faceless bureaucrats who who slave away in that giant building i find that whole thing troubling well, speaking of troubling, the uh, press secretary, Caron Jean-Pierre, yesterday unleashed a symphony of nonsense that made Kamala Harris look like Ernest Hemingway <laughs> in terms of clarity of sentence structure. It is exquisite in its terribleness. We'll also, play that for you in moments. Also, Madonna and ageism has become a topic. Uh, I see. Um Oh, boy. Nice try. I have some comments on that. Uh, Stay tuned. Armstrong and Getty. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. What if AI could help your business deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your business can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your business. Learn more at ibm.com consulting. IBM. Let's create. Are we an ageist country? Or did Madonna just look like a freak? An ageist country. Stay tuned. All right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So the whole back and forth over... Biden let a spy balloon float all the way across the country. Oh, yeah, well, Trump had that happen three times. Then the entire Trump administration, including people who can't stand Trump, say, whoa, 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 we didn't hear a word about this. What are you talking about? Then the military came back and said, yeah, we didn't tell them because we didn't know until recently. And then various senators tried to say, well, we've improved the military under Biden. It's just crap. Right. Just garbage. 
meant to cloud the waters because most Americans think it was a mistake to let the thing float across our entire country. It is, nobody has denied it is a spy balloon. Why didn't we shoot it down? Anyway, so they dragged poor little KJP out in front of uh, the, well, they didn't drag her. That's how she makes her living. She's the press secretary. I believe she voluntarily walked into the room. Yes, indeed. And they asked her about all of that. And her answer goes from poor to hilarious. We'll start with the prelude, if you will, the lead up to the symphony of nonsense. Clip number 20, Michael. Um, is the first Chinese balloon that the U.S. identified flying over U.S. airspace under this administration? Um, so what I can say is that um, we have talked about uh, the China's and uh, China's balloon program. Uh, we have um, uh, generally on this, uh, the Chinese surveillance balloons program uh, has been around for some time. We even uh, we even briefed Congress this past August. Uh, so I don't have any specific on any other balloon during this uh, during uh, during this president's administration. But there has been a program that has been in effect. We have kept Congress uh, abreast on that. Uh, so, but that, I don't have anything more to, to to say or to share. Okay, that was merely rambling and not really answering the question. Uh, she could have been much briefer. Right, very long with no info. Yeah, yeah, just said I really can't comment on that next question. But it's in this next clip that it truly becomes astounding. It uh, Kamala Harris is going to study at KJP's feet and, <laughs> and learn how to truly unleash nonsense. Uh, see if you can identify any complete sentences in this clip and or identify what the hell she's trying to communicate. Clip 21, Michael, turn it loose. How is it possible that this administration discovered um, at least three previous balloons that flew over the U.S. under the previous administration, but Trump officials didn't know it was happening? Yeah, so look, I think that, uh, and we've talked about this before, about how um, uh, the when it um, when the PRC government surveillance balloons trans uh, trans trans transited uh, the continental U.S. briefly at least three times, as you just mentioned during the president's uh, prior administration, and once that we know of the beginning of this administration's, uh, but never for this duration of time, as we know, uh, this information was discovered prior to the admin administration uh, left. Uh, but uh, the intelligence community, as I said, is prepared to give uh, give uh, briefings to key officials. Uh, but this is something. Uh, this is something. Sorry, post. But this is something that we we they did not. They were not aware of, as as we've just laid out. But again, we are ready to uh, brief key officials to let them know uh, what uh, uh, you know what the intelligence community was able to figure wow. out. Wow! <laughs> oh man! <laughs> wow! There there was one pretty good sentence in there. It had a big uh 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 in the middle of it, but it was more or less coherent. Uh, but that was Well, sum it up for me. What did she say there? I couldn't tell what she said. Oh, now you're asking too much. Um, um, well, she's we don't a, know. <laughs> she, well, she was in a tough spot unless she was going to say, yeah, that whole story about it happening under Trump isn't really accurate. We didn't know it happened under Trump until afterwards, so you can't blame him. So that was kind of a red herring over the weekend. That's the only thing she could really say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to get a better liar. She's terrible, um, yeah. and and not in the way that Republicans always criticize the Democratic spokesman and 
Democrats always criticize the Republican spokesman for lying because they all do. That's their job. But she's just like, she can't talk. <laughs> That's her problem. Yeah, she's incapable. <laughs> poor, poor girl. Yeah, it's sad. I'm sure she can find something she does well in life and have a long and happy life. I wish her no ill will, but she's terrible at her job. But like you just heard from Michael Lyons a little bit ago, it, it, it remains a big problem. We can't detect stuff coming in at 60,000 feet, like the same trajectory that a missile would come in to blow up America. It's a domain awareness gap. Like, you don't have any domain awareness gaps. Oh, I got, I got a heap Mr. of helping. Mr. Perfect. I got plenty of domain awareness gaps. I could give you a list. If you miss an hour, get the podcast, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. The following is a high-five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won! Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing High Five Casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code, a lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant, AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash codeassistant. IBM. Let's create. The Armstrong and Getty Show. If they call you shocking, scandalous, troublesome, problematic, provocative, or dangerous, you are definitely onto something. That's where you make noise. You are, yeah, thank you. So uh, that's enough of that. If you didn't see wow, that. Wow, that was like, please clap from yeah. Jeb Bush. It really that's was. Sad. If you didn't see that, Grandma Madonna, before she said dangerous, she stuck her leg out in her short skirt mm. and thigh highs and like pulled her skirt back to show her her, her old lady leg, you know, because I'm sexy and dangerous still. Just whatever. But anyway, um, you're, you're uh, shocking. God dang it. Do they actually... What I won't get off on that. But so there was quite a reaction to the way she looks because she looks like a freak. She doesn't look like a human being. And so I just saw a segment on Good Morning America or ageism in America. Uh, people criticizing Madonna, the, how difficult it is to age, especially as a woman. And no, if she came huh. out looking like a regular 63 year old or however old she is, nobody would criticize that. You might say, oh, geez, uh, Madonna's gotten old. Me, too. Uh, she looks like a freak because she's got her yeah. head, head so full of various products to puff up her lips and her face and she's had work done on her all carved all up that's what people are commenting on it's not ageism why would we pretend it's not it's weirdos who can't age that's what's the the commentary right right two two points two points for you number one is there anybody out there who thinks the 
55, 65 year old guy who's hitting on the cart girl at the golf course is cool and that he's brave and really he's blowing up stereotypes and to criticize him from trying to get over on a 22 year old is ageism. No, it's gross. Stop, Grandpa. You're She's right. not hey, buying Esther. it. Nobody's buying it. Yeah, you're right. Does it work both ways? Because you see yeah. a guy who still thinks he's like super hot and the young chicks are looking at him at that age, you would think, dude, that's embarrassing. But I hate for Madonna, to even, it's cool. I hate to even utter these words, but too old for the club guy who's still in the club. <laughs> Nobody thinks that's cool. Madonna. All right. All right whatever. That's Secondly, that. second point is I love the idea of all those people bravely, courageously speaking the truth that every single person in that room agreed with. I mean, come yeah. on. Yeah. It's like in 1974 at the Grammys, I have long, ca- long hair, and I don't care who knows it. Uh, <laughs> we all have long hair. What, what the hell are you talking yeah, about? Good for you. Oh, fake rebels, please. We haven't said much about the lead story for a lot of media, the giant earthquake in Turkey and Syria, because what are you going to say? It's certainly something. You have a seven-something earthquake, then 12 hours later have another seven-something earthquake? I don't remember that ever happening, where an aftershock is as big as the first shock. That's, That's rough. Oh, it's a horrifying tragedy, and tens of thousands have lost their lives. What else can I say? Yeah, be thankful for modern American architecture would be one thing you could say. Uh, 6,000 buildings, they believe, have fallen down so far in Turkey, which is amazing. Erdogan, the president of Turkey, said it's the biggest disaster in Turkey since the 1939 earthquake that killed more than 30,000 people. That's a lot back in 69, or 39, rather. Um, Imagine what the uh, building codes were in 39 in Turkey. Yeah, it's freezing cold there, too. Yikes. So the State of the Union address is tonight. I hate everything about the State of the Union address. I not only think it is boring and uh, not useful news, I think it it does damage. I think it helps convince a whole bunch of people that the president of the United States is the government and not just the chief executive of one of three branches of government, which is what he is. And I I just I hate the whole thing. And then you combine that with the fact that in the modern world, the president gets to give the same speech every freaking day, five times a day. It's on cable news. Whatever. I was looking yeah, at this. It really is a ridiculous ceremony. I was looking at this opinion piece in the Washington Post that they they ran in the WAPO. Uh, please, Biden, do us all a favor. Skip the State of the Union speech. The early weeks of nearly every year are consumed by a frenzied effort to create another in a long series of dreary, tedious speeches known as the State of the Union Address. The SOTU, State of the Union, is an object lesson in the frailty of humans. Even the most brilliant, James Madison, Alexander Hamilton, and other founding fathers had a vision to create, as young men, the world's most durable constitutional republic. Yet even they could not foresee the awful spectacle that opportunistic politicians would make of what they intended to be an item of routine business. Wow, I love that. In case you don't know this, there's 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 a couple of lines in the Constitution that says once a year the president needs to present to Congress the current State of the Union. So what it was for like a hundred plus years, would you just send a letter over saying we currently have unemployment is this, you know, uh, the, the budget is that, the deficit is this. It's just some stats. 
It's yeah. completely a, a made-up spectacle that you come out and everybody cheers and they make the announcement. Everybody stands up and everybody tries to just touch the president and get a selfie with them so they can be on touch the news. Touch the hem of their garment. Oh. Just the whole thing is sickening. Yeah, it is. Uh, well, but, and, and the executive branch is supposed to be a co-equal branch. Don't forget that. So where's the weird spectacle where the Speaker of the House and the President Pro Tem of the Senate put on their finery and walk arm in arm up the aisle of the National Cathedral or something like that? Or the, the ceremony where the Supreme Court Justice is lifted up on a platform 50 feet high and throws thunderbolts from their fingertips. Bluey! Kapow! Like some sort of wizard why don't we do that with the co-equal branches of government yeah not to be a pedantic uh annoyance but jonah goldberg who i'm about to quote uh he regularly talks about how the co-equal branch thing was invented by nixon no because pedantic annoyance because he because he was trying to make the argument that you know we're as powerful as you are which isn't actually true congress is the most powerful branch they're not co-equal Congress can remove ju- Supreme Court justices. They can remove presidents. They can remove, but the reverse is not true. Uh, Congress has more so, power. So wow. So I undersold my case. In yeah. Other words. So so you got Congress, which is the most powerful branch, sitting there in awe of the mighty president who runs the government when he comes that out. Sucks. Which is, it's just sickening. It's dangerous. But the same Jonah Goldberg I was just quoting. Uh, made an interesting point today in a tweet that might have me tuning in. And I didn't think anything could get me to tweet, tune in. No, it's a twist, folks. <laughs> the prospect of fringe Republicans booing or heckling at the so to tonight will be the political equivalent of Baptists and bootleggers. Dems would love the opportunity to be disappointed by such lack of civility. And hecklers would raise money like crazy. All the players oh. would win while the public loses. If Marjorie Taylor Greene or Matt Gates or, you know, Lauren Boebert, you know, that kind of crowd, if they yeah. stand up and start yelling at the president in the middle of the speech, they would raise a million dollars in the next hour. Well, and I don't think it's out of the question that an AOC might do the same thing. Not far enough, Mr. President, she says sure. righteously. Yeah, depending on the topic. Yeah, absolutely. Boy, you add that to the possibility of one to 15 mabuspinwet moments. <laughs> Where the senile old president goes off on some sort of screed, he wanders off metaphorically and has to be dragged back to the the, the rostrum there. Uh, Chaos-wise, it could be a decent watch. But in terms of the, the, uh, the regal, worshipful nature of it, no, I'm with you 100%. <laughs> That, there are several examples recently of, of uh, left and right, AOC or Marjorie Taylor Greene or whoever, where they just do outrageous things, um, you know, really come out of their shoes on uh, either the floor of the house or on a cable news show and raise ungodly money in the next three days. Often by saying something utterly ridiculous. Right. And again, I'd look at the squad on the other side of the aisle. Maybe that would be doing the country a favor. Maybe if it became so out of hand and chaotic and, and uncontrollable, maybe they would stop doing it. Why doesn't now, that happen? I don't then? like the feel of that everybody's so ugly we can't get together anymore. <laughs> right. Why wouldn't that happen? Doesn't that seem like the next thing that happens on the trajectory where we are? It's not out of the question at all. No. It's not even unlikely, come to think of it. Yeah. 
I, I can actually picture somebody standing up and wagging their finger and yelling at the president. Remember what a giant deal was when somebody yelled, you lied at Barack Obama. Wow. Hippity hop fans know what I'm talking about. So uh, Lauren Boebert yells something. Squad yells something back. Matt Gates throws off a one-liner, starts going back and forth. There's pushing, there's shoving. And then all of a sudden, you've got the nobody speak video being reenacted. It's a hilarious hip-hop video in which there's a giant brawl at, like, the U.N., um, and, and then the, the, oh my gosh, it just turns into a mosh pit of, of fists and, <laughs> and, and kicks, but I'm going to wrap this chain around your head. All right. Oh my God. You do. You don't want the, uh, the, the blade bender in chief to come off the, uh, don't make me come down there. No, he slips off his jacket, grabs his apology chain and just goes down there swinging you well, off you, the board. Or I'll come up and drag you off. <laughs> And you know he's been bending his switchblade on the uh, the White House rain barrel there. The so race, you'd bang him on the curb. Sure. Oh, yeah, all the time. Yeah. Not a joke. Why would Get him all rusty. Why wouldn't it degenerate into the South Korean parliament before our very eyes? Why wouldn't it? Now I'm going to watch. I got to tell you, part of me is rooting for it, even though I know it would be bad. <laughs> Part of me's rooting for Marjorie Taylor Greene to stand up and just start not let him speak. I'm not going to let you talk anymore. You're spouting lies. I, I could see that happening. Oh, well, Lord. Yeah, well, we've so, been going little by little. <clears throat> Nancy Pelosi tearing up the speech behind the president of the United States. I mean, if, if you'd reversed the parties, oh. that would have been seen as just unbelievably norm-breaking. Just awful. You're right. But, of course, because it was Nancy, the left thought, and Trump was so awful, according to the left, they she th- they thought that was a brave act. But that was incredible. Mm-hmm. That was a huge step away from the norm. Well, that's it. It's on. You're right. You're absolutely right. It's on. So if you are a philosopher, I need you to email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Is it a good thing or a bad thing when the worst of our impulses derails one of the worst of our activities? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> We've been getting together to do something awful for such a long time, but now we're so awful we can't do it anymore. Can't even do that. Is that a win or a loss? <laughs> I know. So, like, next year's State of the Union address, you'd have to do it in a over Zoom or in an empty room because you can no longer trust Congress to not break it out into a South Korean parliament fight. You're like running a cult where you molest all the women, but the meetings have become so unruly because everybody's rude that you just, you can't have your cult meetings anymore. Right. Uh, yikes. Somebody canes somebody into submission tonight. Right. Hey, hey, we have rules here. You ask to be recognized. You be respectful to your fellow cult members. All right. So I can molest all the women as the cult leader. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, settle down over there. That's it. That's it. We're through here. God, the more I think about it, the more I think it's almost impossible that some really norm-breaking thing doesn't happen tonight. All there's there's all the incentives and no disincentives. And Kevin McCarthy doesn't have enough power to 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 say, "Hey, hey watch yourself." He doesn't have no. the power to do that. No. Somebody yells, "Secure the border!" Right. Right, which I, I would, Bingo. Yeah, yeah. I'd yeah. be on your side. Yeah. Or here's another good one. Hey, look, another balloon. <laughs> or just Hunter Biden. Maybe that. <laughs> Hunter's laptop. <laughs> I'm 
Right. Right. Hilarious. Hey, the big, hey, big guy, you get your ten percent. Hey, big guy. True international average of pressure. Hey, big right? guy. Oh my God. Yes. Now I might have to tune in. Uh, we've got more on the way. Armstrong and Getty. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone, goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again! Platoon, present cell phone. High Five, High Five Casino. Casino. Win at High Five Casino. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it. Introducing WatsonX Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with WatsonX Governance. Learn more at ibm.com governance. IBM. Let's create. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Do you know about yo-yo car sales? I guess it's a problem sweeping the nation. Maybe we'll do that in hour four of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Does that have something to do with your catchphrase, yo, yo, yo? It does not. Okay. Uh, Clip 72, Michael, is LaToya Raveneau. Perhaps you don't recognize that name. I didn't. But this is the the Disney executive producer who was talking about how she wanted to secretly uh, send messages to America's children. It's like, I love Disney's content. I grew up watching, you know, all of the classics. They have been a huge, like, informative (laughs) part of my life. But at the same time, like... I worked at small studios most of my career, and I'd heard, you know, you hear whispers. Like, I'd heard things like, oh, you know, they won't let you show this at a Disney show. And I'm like, okay. So I was a little, like, sus when I started. But then my experience was bafflingly the opposite of what I had heard. On my little pocket of, like, you know, Proud Family, Disney TVA, um... The showrunners were super welcoming. Meredith Roberts and like the, the our leadership over there has been so welcoming to like my like not at all secret gay agenda. And so like I I feel like I felt like it was I mean like maybe it was that way in the past, but I guess like something must have happened in the last like like they are turning it around. They're going hard, and then all that like momentum that I felt like that sense of I don't have to be afraid to like. Let's have these two characters kiss. Let's in the background. This like I was just wherever I could, just basically adding queerness to like. The, if you see anything queer in the show, I'm proud of them. But like I, I just was like, no one would stop me, and no one was trying to stop me. Wow, that's really okay. interesting because the whole gay agenda thing has been a talking point on the right for a long time, and then the other side always claims it's not true. But here's somebody absolutely stating it's true. Well, here's an episode of The Proud Family that aired recently. We'll play as much of this as we can. It's a wrap from that. It's a Disney product, 70, Michael. 
This country was built on slavery, which means slaves built this country. Tilled this land from sea to sea to sea. First there was rice, tobacco, sugar cane. Then Whitney did his thing and cotton became king. And we were its soldiers, four million strong, fighting for America's freedoms, even though we remained America's slaves. slaves. Built this country. The descendants of slaves continue to build this. Slaves built this country. And we, the descendants of slaves in America, have earned reparations for their suffering. And continue to earn reparations every moment we spend submerged in the systemic prejudice, racism, and white supremacy that America was founded with and still has not atoned for. Slaves built this country. Not only field hands, but carpenters, masons, blacksmiths, musicians, inventors built cities from Jamestown to New Orleans to Bannockhead, Washington. 40 acres and a mule. We'll take the 40 acres, keep the mule. We, we made your families rich. From the southern plantation heirs to the northern bankers to the New England ship owners, the founding fathers, former presidents, current senators, the Illuminati, the New World Order. Slaves built, built this country. We had Tubman, Turner, Frederick D. Then they say Lincoln freed the slaves. But slaves were men. And women. And only we can free ourselves. Emancipation is not freedom. Jim Crow, segregation, redlining, public schools, feeding private prisons, where we become slaves again. As we celebrate Juneteenth for the umpteenth time, our account is still outstanding. Cause this country was built on slavery, which means slaves built this country. And we demand our 40 acres and a mule. You can keep the mule. Keep the 40. We're taking our freedom. <laughs> That's uh, modern Disney. So that's a TV show or a movie? What is it? Yeah, it's a TV series. Yeah, TV series that airs on Disney. Hmm. I'll see if my kids have watched that. They may have. God, that is something. Boy, we don't have nearly the time to deconstruct that and how awful it was in so many ways. But uh, well, has there ever been a country that has done this? Where you just decide, you know what, we're just going to like, we're going to pick at our scabs and uh, all our flaws and exaggerate them. And in some cases, make up new ones and just like really roll around with the ultimate point of what? What is the ultimate point? Well, and demonize tens of millions, hundreds of millions of people because of the color of their skin. There used to be a word for that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I could give you 45 minutes on the historical inaccuracies there, but uh, no time. But that's something. What happened to Jiminy Cricket? Doesn't <laughs> he, huh? <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with Zippity Doodah? <laughs> uh, if you miss an hour of this show, we do four. You can get any of the hours. Armstrong and Getty On Demand, that's the podcast we do. And they're all, well, most of them, some of them are good. Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. High Five Casino. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at High5Casino.com. High Five Casino. 
Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those, too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com.